What's up, everybody? Thank y'all for joining Dog Days Podcast, episode number eight. I'm here with Jeremy Seabree, uh, the operator of Puffet K9. Um, me and him kind of wrapped a little bit before, and um, I just reached out to him so he can sit down with us and tell us a little bit about dog training, life experiences. We just hear the rap. What's up, man? What's going on, brother? How you doing? I've been doing good, man. How you been? I've been seeing you've been grinding for real, for real. Man, it's been a good it's been a good year for me and the dogs, man, and, and the team um, here at Paul for K Nine, man. Um, uh, we get ready to go to Nationals here in a couple of days in Virginia, so the grind don't stop, man. Trying to close the year out and hopefully, man, to get his entry level. I'm um, looking forward to seeing all the competitors out there. Then I know we're gonna try to hit your event next year, man. The Throwdown, man. Yeah, you came to. I first met you at Throwdown. What that was, 2018, 19, something like that. It was 18. 2018 at the school. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. yep. You had uh, and so, two bullies. Uh, the two bullies, Caesar and the blue one. Yep, Caesar and Phantom, yep. Yep, yep, yep. So I, I feel like you made a switch between, like, bullies and, like, more game dogs. So I originally started out with game dogs back in the day in Chicago. I'm originally from Chicago. So I started off with pit bulls. And then when I moved to St. Louis in 2003, I actually had four or five pits with me. And I moved to a neighborhood when I bought my house out there that they had a band law. They didn't have, you couldn't have pit bulls in that area. So I ended up having to get rid of my dogs, had to rehome them. And um, I got out the dog game for about about six, seven years. I didn't do any dog, dog thing. I ended up getting a bull massive. Then I actually was like, you know what, I'm going to get back into the game. And a, a buddy of mine um, had a bully. At the time, I didn't know what it was. I'm like, okay, let me get some puppies off him. And I moved to an area where I can have pit bulls and bullies. So I tried the bullies. And I was working them pretty good, you know. Um, but I realized after your competition, I, that was my first time putting them on a, any kind of competition field. And I realized that their body type was totally different. You know what I'm saying? Like they... They didn't have, they wasn't as agile. They overheat fast and the heat was really beating them up um, and stuff like that. So I remember at the Battle of Atlanta when I seen you the second time and, you know, Phantom redeemed himself from that stuff he had to throw down. I said to myself then, I'm like, you know what, I'm going back to pit bulls. I, I, I knew it then. I said, I'm going back to pit bulls. Even though he did good and took second, I said, I'm going back to game dogs. That's, that's what I'm going to get into. So I uh, got in contact with a couple, couple cats that I've been watching, following online, like Clay and Justin Brooks, I said, you know what, I'm gonna go try to, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go work their dogs first. Let me see how their dogs are, and I'm gonna go get me a dog from them. So okay, okay. that's what I did. And so you like the the athleticism a little bit better. Is it is it the athleticism or just you think their grittiness is better too? No, well, see the the bullies that I had, like Caesar, he had the grit and everything else is the same as 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 the game dog. If you ask me, he had a crazy nice bite on him. Um, I like the athleticism. Um, I like the explosiveness of them. I also like how agile they are. They move better when you're doing obedience, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that. So yeah, I, overall, I like the complete pack. Yes, yes, you know what I'm saying? Like So also the reflexes are faster. In case you know, um, like me and you, how we like it. We like our dogs to take what's available, you know what I'm saying, like yeah, versus yeah. going to one specific area unless we train for uh, sport. So I like the reflexes where they don't. It's easy for them to get to something versus a bully. If he jump up top, it's gonna be slow. If you make a miss, he's gonna try to redirect. It's gonna be a little yeah. bit slower. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you say that you um from Chicago. You you where now? St. Louis, right? I'm in St. Louis now. Yes. So you you grew up in Chicago, like when you when you went left and went to St. Louis. Yeah, I spent 23 years in Chicago. I I, I moved to St. Louis in 2003. Okay. So oh, I've been I, I've been I almost What'd you say? No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I spent um I've been in St. Louis almost um twenty years now. Okay, okay. When when you got out of high school? I graduated in nineteen ninety nine. Okay, so you're you forty, forty one. Um I just I just turned forty two back in June. Turn forty two. Yep, I just turned forty two, June twenty fifth. Dang, boy! So I thought I was old. 
but I'm I, I just made forty, right? <laughs> so uh, uh, my wife always tells me that I'm having like midlife crisis and stuff, uh, just because I'm always like doing something different. You know, it started off with the decoy stuff, then from decoy to doing jujitsu, and you know, and now I actively compete. Yeah, I've been seeing you. Yeah, yeah I've been so, seeing you like, like and, and me, but but that's what keeps us young though, being active. Yeah, 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 man. It's that and them, uh, them damn filters you be using. I said, man, this boy, think he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he put the filter on. I said, man, hey, I ain't man. never seen nobody use no filter. But uh, you used to, used to wrestle, right? Oh yeah, I've I've been wrestling for a while. Yep, yeah. I wrestled for many, many years. Okay, okay. When how you, when you got into that? I got into that when I was younger, man. Like all my brothers wrestled, um, um, and we all uh, did pretty good on that platform. Um, I wrestled a little bit before uh, high school, junior high. Wrestled all four mm-hmm. years in high school. I wrestled in college for a year. Um, so I've been wrestling. I, I got about like at least 10, 10 years in the game with wrestling. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, man, it's a it's a rush, man. Like people are like, oh man, you don't get nothing out of uh, doing jujitsu, but I do. It's like a self. It's just like decoying. It's like a self fulfilling thing. It's just something that you that you just want to do. So I just kind of keep that up. And 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 it's crazy because um, I got a different respect for uh, jujitsu um, because they had brought someone in when I was in college um, mm-hmm. and was just showing us different ground techniques. And you know, we was all been a little cocky, like, what is this dude doing? What 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 did he got going on, man? We can just take him down to the ground. Nah, man. I took the dude down to the ground, he put me in the arm bar. I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah. I was like, whoa. And I'm the like, wrestlers this is like totally to stick their neck out like, too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm like, what is this? And then he was like, because he he wanted to be on his back. And I'm like, because, right. you know, in wrestling, like, you don't want to be on your back. So he was cool. Like, so when we thought we was taking him down, in reality, he wanted to go on his back. It's just getting started. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, so, you know, I got a different respect for it. I actually wanted to do it a couple years back. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see. You how should it try, bro. My brother just started at 41. You already got the wrestling experience, so that's going to take you a little bit further than the average person. Like, if you used to wrestle in high school, you still – pretty athletic you should just get into it you, you'll make good progress fast though like just because you already wrestle, yeah you know. I, I, yeah I, I, i'm most definitely interested in it big big time because i'm always trying to do something and keep keep the keep the heart going keep the blood pumping and i'm a drilling junkie myself that's why i stay doing seminars and stuff like that so we'll see how i go super addictive though super they take over your life you know um you know hollywood used to wrestle Oh yeah, I know. I know Hollywood used to wrestle. Me and him talked about that. Me and him talked about wrestling yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, um, about it was probably about about six seven months ago we were talking about wrestling. We we both know some of the same people and uh, some of the same stories that we've seen about the wrestling community and stuff like that. So yeah, I know. I know my man used to wrestle too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to come and try to take me down, do all this crazy wrestling stuff, and I just do some jujitsu <laughs> to him real quick. <laughs> I ain't know nothing about no wrestling, but he, for his size, though, he's pretty quick and fast. Like, he'll get me down, and I just – I'll start working from there. But as far as, like, defending, like, the shots and stuff, he's he was pretty quick with that. Mm-hmm, yeah. R- r- wrestling got its own – its own – if you know how to – if you can be a good defensive wrestler, that's pretty good to have in your arsenal, man. Like, stop people from taking you down and stuff like that. It's just – well, what you do – Man, there's so many different avenues, and like, like, like you said, we may leave our neck out, and you, we're not thinking about that. You looking for that? You looking for an arm? You looking for a wrist? We're not thinking yeah, about none yeah. of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that makes yeah, it a no. totally bit different. It's game. definitely fun. The transfer is good too. Like, as far as how it moves into uh, the decoy, like the athleticism, your footwork, getting up from a dog, just a, your body awareness. I think that it helps out a lot. Most people who are really good decoys. We're athletes, right? Yeah, I I, I totally agree with that, one hundred twenty percent. So, so what's the plan with you and Reaper over there, man? <sighs> that's a that's a that's another topic. But so, 
<laughs> He's just, uh, let me say this. If I had to tear all the dogs that I've ever had, he's probably the best dog genetically that I've had. But mm-hmm. a little too cuckoo on, uh, like, he loses it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. No, I'll so, get like, I, I... so, so, bruh, check out on you in drive. Like, super check out. So, um, I've probably been trying everything under the sun. And you probably know what I'm talking about because you, I seen you post a thing with Bandit, right? Yeah, and 100%. I yes. feel like they have a similar issue. Reaper may be a little bit more crazy, or I may be handling it a little bit differently. Like, I might not be attacking the problem the right way. You got what I'm saying? Because they definitely make you right. reevaluate. Damn, am I doing the right thing? What What is he learning? How is he taking in the information? Because all the dogs I've ever had before, um, even before I started like reward based training, even before treats and balls, I was just all compulsion. I would get the behavior that I was looking for, and I had compliance. If I told my dog to out, it's out, and I had no doubt in my mind about that. If I say guard is guard, right. escort, escort. Him, he get in a bite. Uh, he just gonna. I'm gonna out. Oh, Lush. He he got to stay in there for a little while longer, you know. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, when he was a puppy, when he was really young, he was he was cleaning his house. Like I had him coming back off the whistle at like seven months, six seven months. Blow the whistle, he come back get the tug. And as he got older, once he hit about a year, fourteen months, he started going crazy. Like it just, I don't know. It just seemed like he got more and more hard headed. Mm-hmm. No, I had I had some most definitely had some similar issues with Bandit. Um, even at the trial I just did, it's crazy. Before that trial, I swear to you, man, that dog probably outed three, four hundred times with not with no collars on. Perfect, out sits, boom, 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 boom. And I'm talking about from distance, off leash, everything. And then we got to this trial, he blew me off. I'm like, whoa. And then it's crazy when I got him back home. I'm like, all right, we're going to get back to the drawing board to see what's going on. And he had this intensity in him. I'm like, well, he always, he was already intense. But he was he was hitting the decoys, and he was still on that same BS. I'm like, oh, man, this dude is on one. So I went all the way back to the drawing board, what I did to get his outs clean again. Hopefully I got the problem fixed, but you know how the game go, bro. Hey. Only, only time we tell this Saturday when I go to trial field. So I don't know. You got to – you got to – you don't really know until you get out there to the trial field. Cause my dog, I feel like he's smart to the trial setting. So like, yeah, when we on this, on my um, spot training, or we had like a training spot, he know that. And then when we get to the, to the event, I can tell when I take him out the car that he's like, mm. you know, when he see the oh, yeah. walking, I'm like, oh damn, here we go. Oh yeah, and I could and tell. See, I could tell when he checking out, so I just do a little bit of corrections, put him back up, you know, and just try to get his head in the game like way before I get on the field. But uh, right, he's he's the first dog I had to deal with like that. And Bandit is my actually my second dog because Aries was my dog. Aries, my bully, it was actually worse than Bandit. He had Aries had was bad on the outs. I got him on the trial field and he did his thing, but he was pretty bad on the outs too. So I actually that's took the, sh- the bite away from him. I I, I came. Huh? That's the champagne dog. Yeah, that's my yep. That's my champagne boy. So I got Caesar. It's Caesar's son. Aries is Caesar's son. So okay. um, I actually took the bite away from him for months, just coming in on decoy neutrality, decoy neutrality, until he got to a point where he was like, okay, I need to pay attention to you before I even get a bite. So that actually worked for him. I just came in for like three months straight, once a week. Working with decoys, decoy neutrality. He was lit. Like the first month, he was just staying lit, just leaking all over the place and everything else. So I did some compulsion training with him and uh, uh, high dollar, high dollar rewards. And then like the second month, he just came in there like, okay, we're not biting, we're just having fun. You know so what I'm saying? Like, what, and it came what out of did nowhere. You though, reward too. him with? With him, he like he don't like balls. I got this pillow off uh, of Liber. It's like a, uh, it got two handles on it, and uh, it's a really nice pillow. He likes that pillow, 
and he likes to pedal because he can really get he can really seek his teeth into it. He can bite real good, but he don't like the tug. He don't like the regular tugs. He don't like the balls. This is more like a, 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 a I'll send you a picture of it uh, later on today. It's more like a bite. As a matter of fact, it's in my van. It's more like a it's, it's more like a, a synthetic pillow, and it's not that big. Um, and he loved that. He he fell in love with that, and I can really play with him. I can tell him, but he don't like tugs and he don't like balls. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't like them. Uh, but but that pillow he liked. But it was just the fact of bringing him out there all the time. I mean, the first time I put him on the bike, uh, and I'm, I I was out him for a while on that tug. You know, so just compulsion training him and rewarding him when he come off the bike. You know, the, you know the regular stuff. Uh, and after that, I put him on the bike. I put him on the back tire. I put him on the bike for the first time. He came off the bike. I reward him with the tug when he came off the bike on the back tire. And then I I, 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 I I didn't let him bite again for like two weeks. Put him back on the back tire. Um, I did obedience first. Now, he, he he don't come out the car and hit the field unless we do obedience first. So I don't never do it just coming him out. Because, you know, sometimes we bring him out, want to give him a bite real quick and put him up. I don't do that with, I don't do that with him abandoned no more. I, I, they strictly come out. So to me, honestly, in the beginning, I think I messed up because there's been times I knew he knew obedience. I knew he knew how to out. He was doing great. But I think I got to a point where I just bring him out the car and I had relaxed on that. I'm bringing him out the car. Like, okay, I'm going to send him in for a bite and I'm going to get him off. So he got used to just coming out and just getting bites. You know what I'm saying? And me doing obedience in the process versus him making. So I think that's where I messed up with him and Bandit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, uh, but now I got Bandit back right. He's out and fast, cool, but we'll see this side at the Nationals. What do you do? How does he, uh, how do you feel like he compares to uh, Bandit? Uh, I mean, not Bandit. How does he compare to the black dog? How does the dog that's, what's your black dog's name? Smoke. Smoke. How does Bandit compare? How does, Bandit is a more intense dog. Um, Smoke is my ideal dog because he's compliant. He's not over the top. He's not dog aggressive. I can take him anywhere. Put him in any setting. He's totally fine. Um, Bandit is a little nervy. And what I mean by that, like, he get on the field and he know about the gun. You can see him shaking. He's like, oh, my God, it's about to go down. Smoke would mm-hmm. just be laying there just like waiting, just like, okay, just tell me what we're doing. So, like, with Smoke, okay. I've never used the e-collar. probably used a prong on him once. And you've seen his house. I didn't have, to, okay. I didn't have no issues out of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, Bandit is a more intense dog. He has more intensity. Like, he's very, he must more, more intense. Smoke is more compliant, more, more, he has, he, it's easy for him to have more clarity because he, he's not in drive. Even in drive, he's not all like, yeah, you know what you're dealing with a reaper. Like, he's not like, fuck you, I'm blowing you off. It's not like that with him. Yeah. I said, how much of, how much of the training, how much of it do you think is training versus the dog itself? Like, because a lot of people say, oh, I got this dog, same type of dog. They're kind of similar, but this dog's doing this and this dog's not. And how much of that would you say is the dog versus your style of training? I think I think majority of it is the dog. Because um, if you think about it, you've seen, you've seen my bully. You've seen two of my bullies. You've seen Aries and you've seen Smoke. So Bandit is my fifth working dog, right? Those first four dogs. Right. All of them was different in their own way, but all of them had outs with no problem. So the training, so I, so is mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying like so dealing with multiple dogs. Okay, I I had to navigate different ways, but the training was consistent with all of them, right? Don't mean it was the same, but it still stayed consistent. Like okay, I, I need to do this with this one. When it came to Bandit, Bandit outs. Um, he he's always been a little bit more intense. So genetically, me personally, he's a harder dog. Like his drive. It's through the fucking roof, and the, the crazy part is when he's in drive, he just lo- he just gone. He just he and he would he would. You ever had that dog that look at you knowing that he's about to pay the consequences for it to do it anyway? Oh yeah, look. So I don't know if you see <laughs> that. I yeah, got I tag Reaper. Like he look at me like he in good focus. He look up. Look at the decoy, look up, go for the decoy. But he think I'm about to correct him for, but I didn't get a chance to correct him. He just, blank. I'm like, oh, you bet. Uh-huh. But yeah, 
that kind of wild stuff. Yeah, he'd be on TV. Yeah, so I, I think I think genetically, he's he's a different. He's 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 more intense. But it, like I said, it's crazy because Aries was worse than with him than the Alps. So Bandit is cool. It's just that when he's when he get in drive, man, he when he loses, he he's gone. And so the biggest thing I try to do is try to get his mind right before we hit the field as much as I possibly can, and try to and try to maintain that through the course of a trial. You know what I'm saying? You know, right, right, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. So, just to switch it up a little bit, I just want to talk about like your journey from dog training to uh, to uh, decoying to teaching other people, and how that process went for you. Like where you started, who was your uh, like who influenced you? Who was like a, a person that mentored you? Just start kind of from the beginning, how you got the, the into first it. time I ever took. Uh, a bite or my first experience with decoying work was when I was, when I was young, I was like 13 or 14. Um, I knew this police guy in Chicago. Um, and he was a real good friend of my uncle and he, he was training police dogs and he had a yard full of pits. You talking about 13, I'm 13 years old. Um, so I seen him training dogs in his backyard. He had all the police departments there. He's doing bike work in the suit. And I was, I was like, man, you know, it, it kind of intrigued me instantly. I'm like, man, what what is he doing, right? So I told I told him like, oh, you know, I want to be involved in that. Like, how can I get be involved in that? So he put me in the suit, um, and I and gave me my first bike. Uh, I, I took a bike from one of his pit bulls, and um, knocked me down, knocked the wind out of me. And the first thing he said was on the ground, like, you better keep moving, or he's gonna go for your face. So that was my first experience in the bike suit. I'm like, oh, you know. So and after that, I worked for him for a couple of years. And then uh, he ended up passing away. So I, I stopped working with him for a while. <clears throat> then I just started doing stuff on my own for a little bit. Then, you know, life things happened. Got in school, trying to get my finances up. That really wasn't paying the bills. Went away to college. Got to St. Louis. Tried to get with the dog market in St. Louis. Nobody really was doing nothing until I thought that was at good standards. So I left alone for a while. Then I got me a dog. I said, I want to get back into it. And I started dabbling back into it again. Start decoying a little bit, a little bit more again, and uh, I ran across um, trying to get into a sport. I'm like, all right, let me let me see what's going on. And I heard about a, a uh, I heard about PSA first, and if PSA was cool at the time. It really wasn't my style. I really I'm like, okay, I because I, the guy who trained me, he was more of a personal protection guy. So I really wasn't I really wasn't used to you know sticking your arm out there giving bites and stuff like that. So at the time, I really wasn't into that sport. Now I, I think different about it because I it's most definitely take a skill set to do that sport. You know what I'm saying? That's just my honest opinion. Right. So, and I, and I appreciate the sport and I'm, I'm actually going to compete in the next year myself. But then I found APDA. And I'm like, all right. So I dialed in the APDA. I got to looking it up and I was like, you know what? I want to get into this. And I said, oh, okay, let me get into this. And I want to, before I go do a decoy camp, I need to find somebody that's doing this. And so they can show me that because I knew they was working a dog in a different style. They they was working a dog in a style to keep the dog safe and stuff like that. So I hit up my man Justin Brooks, who was a deco, is an APDA decoy. He was certified in the sport. I said, okay, let me get with him. So I linked up with Justin, ran up to Chicago a couple of times, worked with him. Um, and then along my along my journey, I found my brother Marcus, um, who also wanted to get into decoying dogs and stuff like that. So I grabbed him. He went to Tom Rose School, um, learned a couple things there, and I grabbed him. And uh, we went on to create the duel that we have now. So then me and both decided to go to APDA at the same time and go for our certifications. Because you know how it is, man. A lot of people out here just, you know, you see a lot of backyard training. They have no, no, no format to how they work in the dog. They just out here taking a piece of equipment and catching the dog. Don't know how, don't know how to apply pressure. Don't know how to when to help the dog, when not to help the dog. Don't know what drive the dogs in. Don't know when the dog's been defense or none of that stuff. So, um, I then also like Charlie. I brought started bringing Charlie out. Charlie gave me a totally different perspective, like of his world. So just in learning learning stuff from him, learning his seminars, and like just watching what he doing, eating it up from him. And then uh, Mose, Mose. So to go back to answer your question, the biggest influences of of my style have been Charlie, Charlie Randolph, Ty Nero, and Mo Higgins. Those have been the biggest influence of my adding to my own style right now. 
You know what I'm saying? So. Yep. I would say those guys, those those guys. So, most so where, where did you, uh, so even the obedience, you got all the obedience from them or you already started doing that? Like where did the obedience part start? No, no, no. The obedience started with my with myself. Like I, I learned that I learned a lot of that from the old man. But I also was in in a shitting club up here in St. Louis about for about six months. So I learned a lot of my obedience from shitting. That's how I go. Let's so so yeah. Shitting teaches you because they're so meticulous about things. It teaches you uh, a lot about because I was in uh, South Metro for a year at with Wallace and. Uh, as far as like decoying, like all these people, they want to go to schools and learn, which is a good thing. Um, but in a school setting, you're not going to get the reps. You're not going to get be able to read a dog. That comes with time and experience and, you know, in the suit and stuff like that. So I try to tell like a lot of young people coming up, man, just get under somebody who's going to teach you mm-hmm. and stay there. You know what I'm saying? And just get those so somebody who's going to critique you. A lot of people, they get in the game, they think they know everything, and then they go. And then when they start, they leave you. And then when they start running into problems, you know, they just they try to find somebody to blame for not being successful at what they do. I know people who've been doing this sport for 20, 30 years, bro, and they still mm-hmm. it's the same place where I met them. You got what I'm saying? But, and, see, and see, with me, um, I tell everybody, like, I didn't learn any obedience from any of those guys. Now, Ty, Ty Nero helped me critique a couple things because I think out of out of those, and, and Mo gave me some pointers too because he he's been in shit for a while too. So it's certain things that Mo have bounced off me as well too. But Ty and Mo uh, with Charlie, I learned so much about a different aspect of personal protection um, in his eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he showed me a couple things. He's and, and, and still to this day. Like, I'll I, I post a scenario or something, and Charlie hit me up. And this is one thing I like about Charlie. He's not looking for the clout. Right? So, he, 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 he inboxed me all the time, like, Jay, you need to tweet this, do this, 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 this right here. And this way they can test the dog in this, asthma, in this aspect. And I didn't think about that. I'm like, oh, okay. I appreciate it, bro. Like, so he always helping me. So, big shout out to Charlie, man. He always helping me in critiquing my work and making sure that it's I'm looking at a different perspective and make sure that I'm always challenging the dog. You know what I'm saying? That's why I will always support what he does. Always mm-hmm. come to his events. And the same thing with Ty Nero. Ty Nero stay in my inbox. Like, yo, or he, no, Ty call me like, yo, what are you doing? And you know Ty approach is a little bit different. <laughs> you know, so yeah, Ty, yeah, yeah. Ty I'm like, what are you doing? I don't know why you're doing this. You're looking like a grandma doing this. And, you know, so Ty's a little bit different. Mo, Mo has wrote, shown me a lot. I learned a lot of different aspects of muzzle work from Mo. A lot of different aspects of muzzle work. Yeah, more, more, more teacher. You know, um, we've been doing a lot of the police dog work together um, since he's been down here, mm-hmm. and uh, I like I like the way he teaches. Yes, uh, he's a very, very, he's a very good coach. He's, he's real ex. Yeah, his his coaching or his transfer of information is good uh, to other people. But one thing I do say, I bro, we need to like stick together you got what i'm saying and like because everybody has a lane mode does detection you know i like to teach decoying mm-hmm. of more of anything more than like train the dog and all that i would rather if i could just have a bunch of people learn the decoy i would i would teach that right and then it's just man a lot of people just don't i don't know man they don't they don't stick together i think everybody just want to be like the leader of something instead of like eating together and, and growing. You know? And see, this is my thing. And I, I had a conversation with somebody um, and you know, it's one guy I'm, I'm a name man, Jansen. Um, he got, I think he's in Alabama. That dude is probably the one. Of the yeah, most, I know he's probably one of the most humble dudes. If you sit down and talk to him and I can, I can send him like, like we talk quite a bit and me and he's a big supporter of mine. He's going to be a, a good upcoming dude, man. Once he settle in, like he's supposed to, I think. I think he's going. I think he's on the rise. I think he's he's starting to put it together. Um, I, so I, I I think he's going to be good. But what I see in the in the community right now, a lot of people's like what you just said. Their pride and they think they know it all. And when somebody try to tell them something, they 
they think they know it all, so they don't want to listen. Right? So I'm like yeah. like like even even you, you done gave me like, yo, Jay, this is what happened with the dog. You should have did X, Y, and Z. I saw this from you in X, Y, and Z. I was very humble when you said that to me, like, all right, bro, you know what you're right. All right, cool. I ain't arguing with you. I ain't take it as a shot. I took it as like, well shit, the dog messed up. Mm-hmm. Give it to me. What you see from, from what you see from my on the sideline as a spot. I didn't see it. You see what I'm saying? Like so, uh, yeah. like with Charlie, with Todd, with Mo, when they when they speak, bro, I just listen, like, okay, cool. And I don't mean I have to agree with everything they're saying, but at the same time, I'm humbled enough to say, Y'all don't even have to talk to me. Y'all give me the advice. I'm cool with that. Right, right, right. Yeah, man. Cause when I started when I started not dog training, but the club of because I've been in the club before oh five oh six. I started USK nine group with uh, Lil G, Garland Warley, uh, Robert Garland. Uh, I don't know if you know Q K nine Strike Team. Mm-hmm. He's kind of uh, a big influence to most of the people down here. Most of these guys work for Art Washington back in the day, like. And they was at Premier K9 and then they came from that. Charlie knows who, who he is. But so I started with those guys. And then we was my base is personal protection. So, you know, I just came from that base and doing police and uh uh military dogs. Mm-hmm. So I was doing that for a while and then I started the club because all this training other people's dogs our dogs wasn't getting the same work. So I'm like, okay, us as trainers and decoys, we'll come together. We just work each other's dogs. Right. And so we were the first group. We were the first uh, decoy camp for APPDA. Yeah. You know, I seen a video of that long, long time ago. I didn't even know that. I'm like, yo, I ain't know them boys out there doing that. Yeah. We, we were the first, the first trial and the first uh, group of decoys to start. So it was me, uh, Rodney, Marcus, uh, Cowboy, uh, Josh Bailey, Cortland, and somebody else. It was it was six of us that passed the APBDA decoy camp, and then we came some months later, came back and did the uh, the trial mm-hmm. here in Atlanta at our spot, and then uh, that went pretty good. It was pouring down rain and all that, but it was overall it was good. So my f- initial thing, I was going to dive all the way into. APPDA. That was our club was APPDA base first. Mm-hmm. You gonna say, well, not first, but we was already a club. And then when APPDA came about, because we competed in it before Ty had it. You right. know what I'm saying? When it was in Florida with David Kuhneman and Earl. Um, so, so let me ask, so let me ask you this: Why you why y'all don't keep going with it now? So let me see. I'm trying to see, figure out how to say that. So I like I like the sport, right? Um, and I don't think it's much different. Some of the pressure is different, and the presentation is different, but it's not much different. You could take a PSA dog and flip flop between the two sports. You got what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I felt like it was like a this uh, this rival thing with APPDA and PSA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which was stupid, right. but <clears throat> and also. I like the way I protect. And when I started, it wasn't like it is now. It's not as it wasn't as organized. It was the first trials, the beginning, and you know, I just had my own things about the people who was like moving right, with the sport. Right. And I felt I felt like like damn, what the hell? Like we we trying to start this. You know what I'm saying? Like I was trying to be ahead first right. into it, and then you know. We went to Maryland. We went to like I think it was like a mock trial up there, and then uh, me and Ty had kind of got into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. We had a little back and forth, and then um, you know I I had flew way out there. Nobody paid me for nothing. I brought my whole team out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't get paid. We didn't get paid for that. So I was just like, man, I don't really have to do this. Like I'm really supporting the group at its inception. You got know what I'm saying? Right, right, facts. Yeah, most definitely. And to do. To do APPDA at that time would be introducing my the following that I already have with the throwdown to that. Right. You got what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So I so I was like, okay, um I still I still want to do it. I just was talking to the people the people that I'm training with right now about doing it. I like it. I think they need to move. Like everything is in the East Coast. Uh, New York, Jersey. Yep. 
Virginia. So that's it. So 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 let me give you a little bit of light about that. Like so, <clears throat> next year you're going to see it more so in the Midwest. Also, you know what I'm saying. Like so, that's okay. one of the biggest things. Like so, it's actually it's actually on the climb. You know what I'm saying. Like so, like 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 this national. And and it may not be a lot to compare to other sports, but we got almost thirty some dogs in the national. You know what I'm saying? Like so, yeah. it's about to be a nice national. Like we we got all we got the misfit guys coming, myself coming. You got Clay Clay coming out to compete with his dog. You got Jansen. You got some. You got some people who's come out that are. Uh, you got um, when is it again? It's this weekend. It's Saturday. Right. Oh, so man. I was about to say, yeah, yeah I'll be out there, <laughs> but I'm not. Yeah, like. Yeah, so we got so have you have you talked to Ty since y'all had your disagreements and worked that out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, good, that's right. Good. So we've talked a good. bunch since then. So um, it's not like it's no. Uh, I've seen him. You know, went to other trials. I've been you know around right. on the scene. Good. It's just that, and also that I didn't have a dog to to do it right. But right. PSA is easiest. It's it, like I can get to it. You know what I'm saying? Like I got I got people in Florida that I don't have to pay to get down there. You know what I'm saying? Like right, when right. I go down there, I could have somewhere to stay. I don't have to pay. Like it's easy. So they got at least three trials in Florida. They got uh the Tampa Club, the Orlando Club, you know, yeah. and then I think they got like Cat Five. That's another club down there. So it's three clubs there. I'm the only PSA club in Georgia. And uh Are you planning on holding the trial next year? Our way out. For PSA? Yeah. That's the plan, bro. That's the plan. Like, I just had some whole thing with our club. Yo. It just made me kind of just want to go back to what I was doing in the beginning. Just me, me, Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? A couple more people, and that's it. I don't really like... Speaking of you in Hollywood, man, y'all back... Y'all, is the people. old band back together, man? Uh, we've been training together. Just okay. say that. We've been training together. That's good. Bit. That's good to hear, man. Most definitely. Yeah, so we never really stopped talking, if that makes sense. Like, we always talk. I mean, it was always some something going on. You know right. what I'm saying? Uh, some kind of tension, underlying tension, right. but we always, we never, like, broke communication for real, for real. I got you. That makes sense. Although most people probably thought that. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, that's good, man. It's, it's good, especially especially us, uh, us as a whole getting back together, man, like, because you know how it is, man, this dog game, it's hard for any club or group to stay together, you know what I'm saying, like, and so, that, man, I've I seen it so many times, and me and Mark has been rocking hey, on who are you telling, bro, like, like, the, the thing is this also, bro, like, let me see how to say this, man, whatever, forget it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm training with people, right, and, and I have a certain way of training. I don't know everything, right? So when you hit bumps in the road and you're trying to, you're, you're trying to find ways to improvise and correct these problems, there's not going to be one cookie cut away for six dogs. You got what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So these people start signing up for trials in PSA. So I, I agreed when the dogs were ready for their PDC. I'm like, let's go out. Get our PDCs together. We went to Florida. We entered seven dogs. Five people passed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, to me, that was yeah, great. Back. So, only doing PSA for nine, ten months, less than a year, right? Mm-hmm. So, these all these same people start signing up for their ones soon after that it wasn't that long after so maybe six months they signed up for the ones and i'm just seeing stuff in training i'm like i don't think we're ready at least not to exhibit my brand of what i would like to see from our club on the field whereas before if i told somebody hey you're not ready i don't like that dog that dog's soft he got nerve problems this that and other i would they would take that and be like and it's not like you can't see what I'm saying, but they think that they can fix the dog and then compete. But which I'm still looking forward to seeing if if that's possible because they they all left. You know what I'm saying? They all left because they were failing. Right. I think. Right. I think they, I think they left because because they would start failing and now 
They're like, Josh is the reason that they were failing when I never said that you were ready. Right. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I never blessed that. Right. Ever. So I felt that's, and then they're like, oh, why you don't compete with Reaper? Because he's not ready. Unless, when I say out, he's supposed to let that thing out. Guard. Boom. Do what I say clean. When I, when I go to compete, I want to be contending for the high and trial or the best dog there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. I don't want to just go there and be. Oh, I hope I pass. I hope I get my by one with low scores. Right. I don't. I don't want to do that. Right. Facts. So. You like me? That's, that's, I took a year off, and now I'm doing my thing. That's how I am with Bandit. Like, uh, he's two. He turned two in September, and he, the first time he hit the trial field, he was. It was actually on his birthday weekend. Uh, he didn't pass. Thought he was gonna pass. You know, it is what it is. Part of the game. Uh, we got back to the drawing board, mm-hmm. and I'm working right now. If he don't pass, if he don't pass here this at this nationals, then I'm really going to sit back and assess the training and go back to the drawing board. I'm really going, really, really look at it like, okay, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? You know what I'm saying? And just and just go back mm-hmm. to the drawing board. But um, I, I'm I got confidence in that he he should pass, but at the same time, I'm also a realist about it. Like, you never know. Dealing with a dog on the on the, on the side of your trial day, different field, different different decoys, and with the intent he has, it can be a different ball game. But I'm really enough to say that about myself. I don't go in there like, oh, we're gonna go out here and kill this, we're gonna get it done. I'm we're gonna go out here and give it a shot. Yeah, I I I feel like at what point at what point would you say would you hang it up with him, or would you just keep trying? That's a good question, Josh. Um, with him, because he's still so young, and I can see if if he wasn't getting better, and I can see a significant difference in his progression, and I'm like, okay, this is mm-hmm. doing more harm than we're doing good. We see out here fighting this all the time, the same problem over and over again. Then I'm like, nah, you know, mm-hmm. I, I should have did something different in the beginning. But to be honest with you, He's actually been a great dog and really shown me that he can do it way before the trial in September. Now, to to and this is not an excuse, yeah. but in August, I was gone 21 days in August. So I I, I didn't get enough, I didn't mm-hmm. train him enough in August like I wanted to. But in my mind, like, okay, the last week I was there in August, he was showing me that his outs were still good, still clean, everything was good, no collars on, doing great. You know what I'm saying? Ran a mock trial, he did great. Mm-hmm. And then we got to the trial field. I'm like, okay, different people, different environment. That first civil test, he was like, nope. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is different. We was all shocked. Everybody was like, whoa, where this come from? So I'm like, and and I also, I got rushed in my mind on the outs. I could have waited longer. You know what I'm saying? I could have waited longer, but I went when they were saying You're talking about out at the, dog, the trial, at the trial, hell out your dog. I'm like. Loose, hell out your dog. Loose, I was going instantly because I was so shocked. Like, what is he doing? You know what I'm saying? I can't like, believe so he's not out. I couldn't believe it, bro. I was like, yeah. what is this? If you if you watch the video, I think I posted it. If you watch the video of my run with Reaper, it almost would have been perfect, except for his outs. Now we get in the car, and this is the weird thing I I got about him. If I take him and I put him on the table. And I'm working them on the table. I can say Reaper Lush, snap right off. If I take him, so I take him, I put him on the table. Anytime his feet, all four feet are on something, perfect outs. And this is what I've noticed. And I've tried it with different people. So I'm like, I'll just let him bite. And I'm like, fight him, fight him, fight him. And I'll make the hardest fight ever. Cans rattling and everything. And I'm like, Reaper Lush, he spits it right out. I'm talking about quick. When I put him on the ground and he bites the man, but his back feet are on the ground, his front feet are on the man. You got what I'm saying? Reaper, yep, Reaper Lush. Yep. He's going to stay on there. Maybe it's going to take a while to get him off if I get him off. You got what I'm saying? And so, but I could oh, yeah, have no. the decoy pick him up, put it, all his feet on something, the table, the top of the, the hood of the car, anything. Lush. Spit right out. I have no idea what that's about. Really? Yeah. I'm going to make a video so you can so, see it. So, 
so your so your team right now is uh um who you working with right now? Because you was working with uh let me see you were you working with Hollywood? So you back working with Hollywood? Um, when, did you have Sunny with you? Mm-hmm. Um, um, Sunny, this Mark is down there, Alexander. Mm-hmm. You know we got okay, a so squad. That's your, that's your squad. So so uh, it's a it's a guy named Zay. You probably seen he got dreads. His suit says uh, apply pressure or something like that. Uh, so yeah, me Zay, Hollywood, Sunny, Chris, Cortland, Tiki. Uh, the young boy uh 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 Z, Zakia. Um, mm-hmm. and I had the three females, but they left. So I think that's it. And uh, Rob, you know, Cowboy, he comes out sometimes. Mister Coverton, old the older guy who was at the Throwdown, you probably seen him. Uh, Craig was with us. I don't know what yeah. the heck he doing, but yeah, that's it. So you know, good. You got you got your good team, man. That's good, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's, um, um, well, I look forward to seeing you, uh, you guys back on the field, man. Uh, but you like me, I'm fixing the problems, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out here just to throw a dog on the trial. Yeah, That's not, not me. I'm not throwing it because you could be. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you could be kind of like this famous Instagram person and never really accomplish nothing. I feel like competing kind of gets the respect of your peers, and then what we do, like. Like the scenario you did in the house, uh, that gets the people excited. You got what I'm saying? So, like, a lot right, of your yeah. peers or the other dog trains are not going to be super or act like they're not super impressed about that or nothing like that. But your, you know, the, the common people will be like, damn, that was awesome. You know, mm-hmm. but competing gets you respected by your peers because it's a person judging you. You know what I'm saying? It's somebody else. Right. Uh, third party judging your, you know, you're not on the training field, no e collars, no this. Can your dog perform when under the lights? It's just like doing jujitsu. There's a lot of people who seem like they're good in the gym, but you know, they don't really do well. One thing I like about what I like about um, competing in trials, it also show your training ability, mm-hmm. and you, not just you, but you as a team, right? And it show it, it also. Like that's why I'm so curious to see how this national go because a lot of people that's competing for the first time that they haven't hit the trial field. So I'm dying to see them compete for multiple reasons. One of the reasons so they can get the experience, and two, so they can see how different it is versus how it looks. Right, right. You know well, what I'm saying? Because it's definitely so, a big, huge difference not, between training not, and trialing for sure. Facts. Yes. Yeah. So. All right, man. I'm, I'm actually getting ready to go out here and do some training right now, man. We got some yeah. Be, before dogs, get ready for before trial, you man. get off here, I was trying to let me see if I can share this screen. If 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 the people haven't seen, tell tell the people where they can reach you, and then I'm a I'm gonna play this video that I was talking about at the uh, you in the house, uh, the little scenario that you had. But okay. tell me what your Instagram, Facebook. Okay, yeah. So on, on Facebook is gonna be my my first and last name, Jeremy Seabury. Um, on Instagram is paulfick underscore k9. Um, also, the website is paulfickk9stl.com. You can reach me there. Um, the same thing on TikTok. Um, I got a, a lot of videos on TikTok as well, but mostly my Instagram is where most people can reach me at on Instagram. So, um, um, I'm always doing seminars and workshops. Um, after this month right here, after this weekend right here, um, I'm gonna go heavy into isolation and getting my dogs ready for the field next year for PSA. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dive in that K-9 Street League a little bit. I want to do that, um, too. Always going to do something with APJ. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so um, I'm actually getting ready to dive in that a little bit as well. Always going to do something with APJ, man. Uh, um, stuff like that, man. But this trial is on my on my priority list right now. This, this Nationals, man. So big thing, big event coming up, man. Everybody's going to have a good time. No BS. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Sure, like, for so, sure, for sure. Uh, that's about it, man. Yep. So, so y'all sit back, check this video out, and I want y'all to go like and follow my man. Can you see my screen on here? Yep, I can see it. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear it. And my man Smokey. 
Yeah, you could kind of talk them through it, man. But this was a this was a amazing video. And this is the kind yeah, like, of stuff I like to do. Yeah, like so, um, me and the kids are sitting there watching TV on a Saturday. Um, two guys happen to run in the house. Um, guns pointing. My dog react without being told to be, without being told to bite. Um, second suspect um, came in the house. Realizes that his his partner was getting bit by a dog, so it, it took his attention off of everything else. And I practiced gun safety and gun uh, control with the kids. So my daughter did what she was supposed to do, go get the gun, and more so for to protect herself. Um, she handled her business. The dog did what he was supposed to do. And it's just and it, right now for everybody, this is a training scenario. Everybody was like, "Oh my God, that that wasn't so real." It's not real. It wasn't. It was a training based scenario, but mm -hmm. it also. Him being in the barbershop, it shows the balance and the clarity of the right. dog. And he's not just out here a wild, a wild dog. Like, nope. And you asked me a question about him earlier. That's this right. This video right here shows who he is. He, he's totally fine. But if anybody was going to that barbershop on some BS, he would react the same way he did him, like he was in my house. Yep. For sure, for sure, man. This dude has been training, and uh, I've seen him from the time he had the bullies to where you've gone now you've went crazy with the training like you become like a standard and like a a role model for a lot of people that's coming up in the game so uh, i look forward to uh collabing with you on some stuff in the future and also hopefully you get this uh we're gonna that you get this uh all your certifications everything you need this weekend for the uh, the nationals So I, I, I want to say a couple of things to you too, brother. Like um, from the moment I met you at Throwdown, man, you always showed me respect, humbleness, man. Like just always invited me and welcomed me. Um, and even when I had that crazy hiccup with my dog, you seen me, you seen my failures on the field with my dog. You seen me be puzzled, like what happened? And you, you, you didn't, you didn't kick me when I was down. You didn't say nothing. You're like, yo, just go back to the drawing board, do this X, Y, and Z. That's what I did. I came back three months later for the Battle of Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's been a journey. It's been a process for me, man. But I've always appreciated you guys' work. That's one of the reasons I came down to the throwdown. I'm like, okay, them boys doing some nice things. I also like to su support my people. Right. Sometimes we don't get the same in return on our end. I'm not talking about for you. I'm just talking about in general. Like, we, we put it out there. And that's one thing about me. I have supported everybody from across the states, whether it's East Coast, West Coast, Down South. Sure. I've been everywhere. So nobody can never say I have not, I've not supported their events. Whether it's Charlie, your events, uh, APDA, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm out here supporting everybody. So when I, I hopefully when I get my stuff right and I start throwing competitions stuff like that, uh, I'm hoping I get the same support in return. But I also would like to do some joint ventures with you. Put workshops on together. Like do something like that. Y'all need some work getting dogs ready for the field. I'm down. Yeah, for sure. You know, so. I appreciate you for having me on, man. No problem, brother. It was nice talking to you. Appreciate you for having to me you. on, man. I look forward to seeing you. Seeing you, seeing you. All right, Josh. I'll get with you in a minute, brother.